Keep going, Bruce. You almost got it. 73, 906. Yep, nope. Bruce forgot how to count. Do this. We go three, two. Getting tabled. Getting tabled. Getting tabled. Getting tabled. Getting tabled. Getting tabled. With the Bruce, the Yang, and Captain Socks. Hello, future people, and you're again listening to Game Table with your host, the Bruce. Hello, folks. We are back again. And joining us this time is a major distraction, formerly Captain Socks. Oh, he's major distraction now? Oh, man. Well, yeah, I'm back. I'm not lost, like you said in the last tagline where you couldn't find Dude, Captain Socks. I'm sorry. When you didn't show up, and I was just like, oh, I, that, that, I couldn't have written that better if I tried. It's all good. I, I, I wasn't. I didn't get my stuff lost in the laundry like you do sometimes when you actually lose actual socks doing laundry. I love the fact that he's saying that it's all good, almost like he thinks we're apologizing. <laughs> no, it's going to be bad. Dang family. As George knows, family comes sometimes. Well, it, they do. It's, it's just proof that, you know, Narnia exists. I mean, that's where the extra socks go is Narnia. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And when they're not um, Narnia, they're down here. Yes. Uh, we're going to start off this episode with a bit of a follow-up. Uh, episode 51. What are we on now? Are we on 53? We're on 53, 53. right? 53 sounds right. Yeah, so, so a month ago, a month ago, uh, we talked about a uh, Kickstarter where this guy had created some epic images for, or not images, uh, STL files for alternate, not Eldar. There's one yeah. problem. A small little company called Games Workshop thought, hey, those are Eldar. Yeah, the, the the big problem here was that there are a few of the files that were looking way too similar. We did kind of call call him out on it. Like we weren't nasty about it. Uh, we were just like, yeah, I don't see this lasting. And he yeah. he, he got shut down like two days after we spoke. We yeah, are not was... claiming that we are the reason for that because I doubt that Games Workshop have heard us. I suspect that Games Workshop follow follow Kickstarter a lot closer than most people think they do. Yeah, I, I it wouldn't surprise me now at this point if they don't have someone that their purpose in Actively life monitors. Is just, just go yeah. through Kickstarter and stuff. Uh, uh, I don't know. I related know this. Uh, There's a YouTuber uh, channel, Sodas. Uh, he did some you know animated Warhammer video stuff and everything. Uh, he had to remove his content as well the, this last week. Um, yeah. His statement though was that he is going to be working with Games Workshop now. So that may be that's something not a bad cool coming about. Yeah, that that's that's something cool on his. I mean, Games Workshop. You know, l let's be honest. They've been in business for a while. They've made a lot of money. They're not entirely stupid. If they realize, hey, this guy can make an animated movie, which fans are clamoring for. Let's pay him to make an animated movie. Yeah, but we but we we don't own it, not like someone else. Yeah. Now, when the Kickstarter went down, he messaged everybody that was backing the Kickstarter. His original intention was that he was going to try moving across to Patreon. I actually pointed out to him that if they're already watching him, that's probably not going to have an outcome any different. Um, and the last I had heard from him was that he was going to create a Discord server. And he's invited all of the backers across to the Discord server uh, so that while he figures out a way to get his work out for people to be able to look. Um, I mean, the, the big thing here, I mean, the work that he's done is amazing. Like, there's no question about that. Yeah. It's absolutely gorgeous. And he's not the first to do this. 
I mean, there are Eldar files all over most of the 3D printing things. Um, not as many as there are Space Marine files, because... It's just the way that it goes. Well, I mean, Space Marines is 18 chapters of, you know, fanboyness, so. Yeah. Um, our Patreon, JP, did point out that copyright is not quite as black and white as it probably used to be, uh, especially after the Chapter House scenario. The big thing for me was that if you were to line up certain things from that Kickstarter alongside the actual models, they were scarily close. The Guardians and the weaponry specifically were yeah, some of those weapons. very, very close. Um, he, he needed to change specifically the weapons. The, ch- the weapons needed to be altered a little bit for him to get away with it. Um, yeah. which I'm hoping that he does too, because genuinely I think the guy deserves to be able to make some money off his work. He just needs to rework it in a little way um, so that he can genuinely argue that, no, this is my own thing. Yeah. So, um, unfortunately, we were right about that. Uh, well, hey, I've got some really bad camera lag right now. Um, unfortunately, we were right about that, um, but that that is what Games Workshop... I mean, it is... They own the, the, the end-all, be-all rights to that, and, you know... If you're in business to make money, you need to protect your stuff so that you can make money. It's yeah, it's what it is. Yep. So how business would work. So with that being said, though, um, I think we're ready for this newly received or noteworthy information, especially about recent or important events. Oh, the last time we came to you, we mentioned a little event that was happening two days after we were recording, and then again we mentioned that a little event was happening one day after we were recording, um, which is Warhammer Fest. It was last episode that that happened, right? Uh, I think so. It sounds Captain Sox, was it last episode? I think so. I don't know. <laughs> I think so. Anyway, um, I don't remember if it was the technical issue or not. No, I don't think it was. I think that was the previous. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So, Warhammer <laughs> Fest was a thing, and it did happen. So we've got six days of goodness. We're going to kind of skim over some of this for what I feel is fairly obvious reasons. Uh, power of editing, because my thingy is screwing with me. Then that looks better. All right, through the power of editing, we are back. So they broke it up with Age of Sigmar on one day. Warhammer was being done. Sorry, 40K was being done over two days. Uh, there was a day specific to their boxed games. Uh, and there was a secret for their last day, which I kind of was expecting to be the old world game because I'm kind of thinking it's due for them to say that. But no, it was probably the most predictable thing, unfortunately. Um, day one was interesting. So, as I said, I'm going to kind of skip through a lot of this. I think day one is probably one of the better ones. We get a new god coming in miniature form for Age of Sigma, uh, which I love and I hate. I mean, I love the mini, but the fact that he's the god of destruction and the chaos beasts are not destruction minis really confuses me because it feels like they should be together as opposed yeah. to him and the orcs. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you could paint him green or something if you wanted to, uh, but other like this is, I think, one of the best miniatures they've done in a long time, especially size-wise. Um, I'm going to disagree with you that on that because if you scroll down a little bit, you have these like bat centaurs, right? Yeah, bat centaurs. You mean for the vampires? vampires? Yeah, they're bat centaurs. Yes. Uh, these are very much Marmite, the bat centaurs. I love these. A lot of people don't. Um, 
I've well, been very tempted to pre-order these this weekend. Those people are you, wrong. These are, are up for pre-order now. Opinion, even if they are wrong. <laughs> I love everything to do with this. This is... The thing we keep on arguing is that we want them to have some original ideas and stop recycling things. This is an original idea that I have never seen anybody do before. Yeah, I mean, the, the idea of, like, you know, the centaur, it's been around for, for a while, and then, you know, it's typically done with, you know, a, a hooven beast, not... Yeah. A giant creepy ass bat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, you the want to thing talk about for that? me on this is I'm not a hundred percent sure how I would paint it if I brought one. Um, but that doesn't mean it's any less tempting. This is very tempting. This is something that you could buy at any point, though. Um, like I said, these the vampire, the first wave of the vampire stuff is up for pre-order this weekend, which is nice. Um, and there's a couple of different versions of it as well, and. The big brother of the guy from the Cursed City box set has come back and may actually be the same character, I think. I'm just being a bit of a mad-ass. For some reason, he's offering his blood to his minions. I don't quite get that, but anyway. Well, but, if they ingest it and they survive it and they become stronger, kind of like lore thing. Yep. Uh, we have some new direwolves, something that we desperately needed um, because... And these ones are like half dead, which is kind of cool. We were only saying a few episodes ago about how it's nice to see some undead things that are not the same undead things that we always get. Right. And then somewhere in here, in this image here, we get a view of some brand new zombies and some brand new death rattle skeletons, which that death rattle skeleton kit is old. The old zombie kit is one of the oldest box sets they've had. I'm surprised how well they held up, actually. Uh, the new ones are really look good by the look of it. They're also up for pre-order this weekend. Yeah, the, the, dragon, was day one. the, the dragon dude in the back, that's a, that's a pretty old sculpt, too. Dragon dude. Yeah. So oh, the yeah, the, the Vargle. Yeah. Yeah. Is it Vargle? It's something like that. I can't remember what it is, too. It's, it, it is a pain to kill, but it, it's, a, it's one of those sculpts. It's, it, it's plastic, but it, it's an older plastic, I mm. think. I think that if you were to make one of these armies from scratch... You would need to paint the Vargil in a light blue grey to match your new heroes, just to connect them together. That would be my personal preference. Maybe give him a little bit more colour because he's a little bit more. I don't know, but I'd I'd wanting I'd be wanting to connect to make it obvious that that's where the other uh, body came from. Uh, on day two, honestly, I think day two is kind of a bit meh. Uh, that's just my opinion. Um, I do, however, like. Personally, I do like the new hero for the Adepta Soriatus. I hate it. Uh, it's, again, very Marmite that you're not alone on that. Um, um, I, I don't I, know. It's it, it links together. I think it's better than the other version of this, which is the, the, the charcoal grey-looking one. I, don't know, no, I just think well, they're doing more with it. I like the fact that you've got the joysticks there and you can actually see how it works in theory. Yeah, but, I mean, a, a hero one, like... The hero one's got the better suit, you know. The arms don't need to be out with joysticks. They can be up inside controlling it. Well, yes. I mean, in the heroes get the good stuff. One good shot with a sniper and she's dead. But that's her. Um, um, the one thing I will say, though, I love the fact that people have been screaming for years and years and years and years and years, Sisters of Battle, Sisters of Battle, Sisters of Battle, and instead of doing the box set and calling it good, Games Workshop has continued to be like, hey, look, here's more Sisters of Battle. Here's some yeah. more. Here's another I one. I've actually gone and done it properly. Yeah. Yeah, like they're they're actually doing it, and it's like 
My God, you do listen. The problem, the, the problem on that side though, is that the sisters of battle are not the only thing that that argument's been made for. They need to be doing this for every army and not focusing on one thing all the time. Well, That's the downside, because what they've done here is proven that concentrating on things works. Yep. Um, what else did we get? The rest of this day, honestly, is reveals of minis that we'd already seen. This thing uh, of hugging the flag, we'd already seen that. We hadn't seen the offsider. Uh, we'd already seen this person with the staff. Um, uh, the train thing all the way down at the bottom looks new. Train, yeah, thing. train box. Yeah, like all the way at the bottom. Yeah, I just was like, yep. Oh yeah, the train box. Yes. Yeah. So I, I just I rapidly scrolled through. So yeah. Sorry, viewers. Bruce is going slow for your benefit. Um, well, yeah. Um, as part of this, it means that they're also getting a new codex. Um, I can't say I'm a huge fan of that, but it's also the least surprising thing in the world. Um, and yes, the, the terrain box. Oh, there's another book coming out for Warzone Caradon, which is totally not boring. It's totally the most exciting thing ever. Um, but all jokes aside, yes, we got actually genuinely a pretty good looking terrain box, I think. It'll be interesting to see how much they're charging for it, but I genuinely think that looks like a good terrain box. Uh, that terrain box... Uh, just looking at that, that's going to be 110 US. Probably. It'll be around there somewhere. Uh, day three is Black it's, Library. I'm a little more excited about this. Yeah. I, I want to get all these and not build them, but... <laughs> so, the big thing coming out of this, let's be honest, was Gaunt's Ghosts. Mm -hmm. Um, this is... I had never even seen the original sculpts in person. I still haven't. Uh, but after having compared them, I don't understand any of the criticism this has got. Some people are saying that these guys are too scrawny, but they're not cut a chance. They're not supposed to be cut a chance. And also, they don't really look that scrawny to me. Um, these sculpts are amazing. Uh, these look I love good. these yeah. sculpts. The Chuck Norris one looks pretty good, too. Yeah. yeah. You can't tell me that's not Chuck Norris Games Workshop. You can't tell me that. <laughs> He's a yeah. colonel. So th this was the really, really big thing. I think it looks good. Yeah, I, I I think it's right up there with the, the Sly Marlboro and the, uh, the 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 very limited edition Colonel and stuff like yeah. that. I think that's right up there with that stuff. But, you know, I this Colonel like, somewhere. Yeah, yeah, it's you can't see me pointing. Um, um, Major, I'll, I'll the, I'm going to call him Elim Is like the creepiest good guy I've seen in a long time. Which one? The guy that's got his knife like this and has this really evil scowl. He just looks. He looks like he's about to shiv the guy in charge. Oh. Oh, like he's going to jab his knife behind him? Yeah, he's that he's that one guy in jail that everybody knows that you don't trust. You never you never turn your back to it. Um, I don't know, there's some real good character in this. Um, try again, Brad reminds me of that Katachan hero that has the gun with all of the things coming off it. Um, I'm not super familiar with the books. I've never read them. Yeah, I don't either. I'm I'm a big fan of the uh, the Sergeant Scout sculpt. I think that looks phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. Um, we've also got a few new books that I'm kind of scrolling through here. Uh, we're getting a release of a new Gaunt Scouts. Yeah, Gaunt's Ghosts books that shouldn't really surprise anybody. Um, and yeah, just a few books. Some people will find that very interesting. Um, there are some people. Warhammer that Crime is probably the only other thing that jumps out at me, just because it's not a setting I expect to get crime novels out of. Yeah, I'm curious how they're going to make that interesting in the 40k 
universe. Yeah. Well, I mean, there, there's a whole you know sub, subset of people in the uh, fandom that they don't collect the minis, they don't play the game, they just read the books. So mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with that. And hey, we're getting another book for somebody that's not the humans. What? We actually have another book for Necrons. They need to start doing this more. I like the fact that they've actually started doing this. And we're going to quickly move along. And the reason I'm trying to do this quickly is this is a lot of stuff here. Um, but most of this news is a week old, obviously, now. Um, so, up the top here, we get a look of what we're looking at. We're looking at Underworld, Necromunda, and Aeronautica Imperialis. And of all of the days, this is probably the one that had the largest middle finger thrown. Uh, and it was thrown on purpose. Um, because you get halfway through, I'm going to talk about the stuff that didn't piss people off first. Um, you get some really nice looking elf sculpts. For Necromunda. Everybody seems to be in love with this crab. The internet has just just died for this crab. Everybody wants to do everything with this crab. Um, well, considering what we're getting Workshop did, you know, with you know announcing a plastic Thunderhawk and everyone like, oh. yeah, that's what I was leading to. Yeah. So yeah, as George just spoiled there, they teased well, no, that... that they're finally going to do the other thing that they've always been asked to do, a plastic Thunderhawk. And what they're actually talking about is a tiny little ship for Aeronautica Imperialis, which is a game that doesn't have a lot of players, um, but they deliberately did it in a way to get people's hopes up and then angered a lot of the people watching. And then when, well, that, predictably, the community complain. started complaining, they started reacting to the p- complaints by getting all snarky about it. Uh, the hosts actually reacted by kind of tormenting the people watching. Well, and that's why people are jumping on, like, you know, let's vote this the best miniature of the year for the crab, because it's just a crab, right? Yeah. So yeah. let's let's lame sauce, you know, our favorite mini, because they're going to lame sauce us on, you know, Plastic Thunder... I, w- it, I would go buy a Plastic Thunder Hark. Paint up in a space wolf tartan, and you know, just be like, "Yes, I have, a, I have a thunderhawk for my space wolves that I don't play." The big <laughs> thing about a plastic thunderhawk is that you know that it's going to be a big money item. Truth be told, I don't see myself that I would buy one. Just personally, I just don't, I don't see that I'd have a huge interest in it. But it would sell like hotcakes. Oh, um, for every army, yeah, for every army that you know, you, you know, you get a flyer to you know. Uh, what's the word? Um, uh, I can't think. Uh, but I mean, uh, air support. There we go. Um, yeah, a thunderhawk okay. is like the the end all be all. Really, uh, you know, be, without getting into all the crazy forge world stuff. Yeah. You know, you have your. Well, it wasn't. It is a forge world thing, right? But it's it's forge world money. I'm talking like you know the plastic kits that you can go pick up for sixty, seventy, eighty bucks, whatever. You know, even if this kit's you know a hundred and fifty. 200 bucks for a plastic kit. I suspect it would be around the $200 mark. Yeah, even $200 for a plastic kit like this. Yeah. Never mind the fact that they could also sell all of the extra bits to customize it for high money as well. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, and and like I said, you know, just for, you know, the centerpiece of an army, you know, just just having that and, you know, set up with your army, regardless if you use it or not, people are going to buy them. Yeah. And and Um, for them to go through and just be like, yeah, it was, it's for this. You know, it's a, it's a small scale. It's this big. Yeah. I, the fact that they did that on purpose, knowing that it was going to annoy people, and you can't tell me they didn't know that. They know their community well enough that they were trolling them. Um, I think was, unfortunately, a sign of the old Games Workshop still being around. Uh, there's definitely still strong parts of the old Games Workshop that turned at least 50% of their community away. 
they need to be careful with that because their community has shown that they are willing to walk if they need to. Um, I, I'd kind of hoped that that had gone away, but obviously it hasn't. Um, for me, for this particular day, the Eldar being re revealed was probably the thing that grabbed my attention more, um, which ironically is kind of something nobody's really talking about. To be fair, Aeronautica and Peleolus is one of those games that really doesn't have a very big player base that I've seen. I know that Michelle's a big fan of it. Uh, he built some stuff that's on the channel for us. Um, but it almost never gets touched down here. From what I understand, I don't believe it's very big over in the US either. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, I, I know I see it on the, my local game shelf, the store, but yeah. uh, I'm not sure if anybody's picked it up in the community. Uh, we've got some new stuff that's been shown off for Necromunda as well, which is nice. Kind of some extra heroes for the guys. We're getting a new book for uh, the Delac, which is nice. Um, but otherwise, let's move on to day five, which is more 40k stuff. Which so 40k is, 40K is getting more orcs. Probably the faction that needs the attention more. Um, we had seen hints of this recently, but now they're actually showing us the models. Uh, so we've got some new boys here. We've got some guys that are riding on actually proper 40k looking squigs. Um, I think they've done really well with this stuff. I think this stuff is amazing. This weird boy thing is just really odd looking. Well, it's a weird boy, so you, duh. <laughs> <laughs> what do they actually call him? I'm trying to remember what they call him. It's weird something. Anyway, whatever it is. So it looks like this is going to be coming out as a big box set, along with a new codex. So I suspect that we now know what's happening with October. They're clearly actually doing something for October this year. So again, they've actually listened. Um, we've got another hero guy here. This guy's got a Gretchen on top of him. And we're getting upgraded Cadian Shock Troops, which to me, unfortunately, probably solidifies the fact that I doubt they're doing anything with Katachan, um, because I suspect that we would have seen it if they were. Um, one of these Cadian guys looked like he's wearing underwear on his head. I know it's supposed to be a balaclava, but they could have picked a better color for it. What? Why? Um, Why? Why would they do that? <laughs> So it, it's nice to see that we're getting upgraded stuff for them, though, because it's another army that kind of needed the attention. And then lastly, so my guess for their day six was that we were going to get Old World, but we're not getting an Old World. Well, not yet. We're getting a new edition for Age of Sigma, uh... which is really exciting. I mean, I don't hate the fact that it's happening. It was going to have to happen soon. I just don't really understand. I don't know. I, I just don't get why it's being announced as part of this. Uh, we did get some previews for some stuff happening. So apparently the test that was the Sigmarines, which then led to the Primaris Marines, well, they're now primarising the Sigmarines, and they've also given them a new hero. And I'm just going to leave this picture here for a minute because this hero is gorgeous. Uh, this is another model that I can see people stealing and converting for the Blood Angels because you uh, can't tell me those wings don't belong on Sanguinius. Yeah, I was going to say those wings. I, I can see people buying the kit, just get their hands on those wings to throw yeah. on a Smash Captain. Um, and yeah, so we've got new Sigmarines coming. These are more stoic and less slouched than the other ones. Um, they are a new item. They're not replacing. They are adding to the army again. 
So, like all new additions, it's it always seems to start with the Sigmarines. Uh, and I'm not having a go over that. It's, it's just the way that it is. I do like this big chunky boy with the lion face on his chest. The shield and whatnot. Yeah, he looks good. Yeah. yeah. And then we have a tease of... And th this is kind of the thing that everybody's trying to figure out, what these new creatures are. Uh, there are a few people that are trying to suggest that we're getting new Skaven. Uh, I'm sorry to disappoint you, but that's very clearly not what this is. Um, it makes it very clear in this that it's something that's new. Therefore, it can't be just a new version of something. It's actually a new... They use the term new very specifically to say that this is something that we haven't got yet. Uh, there's talk that these are going to be the silent ones that they've kind of been teasing since the game started um there's been some people kind of teasing the fact that it might be like an insect type race which i like the idea of but nobody really knows there were a few suggestions that it could be the and i could be saying this wrong for mia uh but that looks like it's been shot down nobody really knows yet but it's definitely the thing people are trying to figure out but yeah they specifically say a new breed of evil so it's very clearly something that's new to the world that we will have to wait and see and obviously it's not the vampires because we've already got the vampires and that's it really um there's a lot of stuff in there that was interesting uh, i can't say all of it jumped out at me there's definitely a couple of days where i kind of went eh. the fact that the, an entire day was taken up by um the sisters of battle kind of somewhat disappointed me because most of it was stuff we'd seen before uh but the good stuff that we got out of that day did make up for it um gaunt's ghosts is the only thing that really jumped out at me for black library day <laughs> sorry um but it's it's not, it's not a bad it was a fairly good week really a lot of good reviews continuing the never-ending dripping of new stuff that's coming um as the resident person that doesn't touch anything gabe's workshop anything that jumps out at you cap uh, major thanks for the uh quick promotion there uh those uh like you guys said those vampire centaurs or whatever those look pretty cool yeah um and then that last one with the wings so yeah the new hero yeah i reckon i think that's easily the the highlight of the last day uh i mean yes there's a new edition coming and that's going to be a thing that happens in june most likely uh it's happened in june every time they've dropped a new edition for this game um but i personally don't get super excited about new editions for a game that's already going really well um and saying that i did buy in for warhammer not long after the release of the new edition but so 40k but that was kind of coming anyway i didn't get triggered by that um yeah so we'll move on from games workshop into yeah. another games workshop article i was gonna say so this discussion points are going to go one of two ways <laughs> Games Workshop are releasing new paintbrushes and they are up for pre-order this weekend. Um, the first thing that jumps out at me is the colours uh, because these brushes are white and my immediate thought is, why would you release white brushes? They're just going to get stained by the paints. But these are synthetic brushes, so they probably won't get stained, actually. They well, shouldn't hold the paint. Like red will stain anything. Ah, uh, that is true. So, so yeah. red will stain any of these brushes. You know, I can see why they're wanting to do the synthetic because because that initial stain. So, like, you know, that's what's going to stay on the bristle. So, if you do like a, yeah. a light gray or something like that, get it stained like that, should be good. Um, I can see the advantage of that where a lighter bristle, you can see when your brush is clean. Yeah. Also, yeah. true. That is actually a good point. I hadn't thought of that. Also, um, 
being the being the person I am that you know you know when I get to dry brushing I get to dry brushing and you ruin your brush when you dry brush yeah um I I I've not picked any up because I've not been doing enough painting to to warrant picking anything up but I might since these are a new release and I do like the look of them uh, I may pick up the the dry brushes to try dry brushing with because the other thing too is with the dry brush is like you know getting it clean right? yes because you're trying to, you're packing that paint in there so you're scraping it off you know I could see like a good a good synthetic brush good you know that that's like, the big thing it. is that is there's so many synthetic brushes out there that are eh? synthetic brushes have their downside yeah. um. That doesn't make them bad. It's just that there's challenges that come with synthetics. Uh, there's no way of knowing yet what these brushes are like quality-wise. I doubt they're going to be garbage. The big question everybody had after the announcement, and their Facebook page got flooded with trolls with this question, uh, and I responded to a couple of them personally, uh, whilst biting my tongue very heavily, because the big question is how are they going to be priced? Are they going to be priced competitively? Uh, the answer to this is coming to you now. Um, so, the large shade brush in Australia is $19, which, for you guys, uh, 19 AUD to USD. About 13 or so. Uh, fourteen seventy-seven apparently. Twelve fifty. So, on these are going to be, and I called this, go to their page and see me commenting if you like. It's going to be as competitively priced as their current range is. In other words, not at all. Um, so, which they don't competitively, they do not competitively price their hobby. Yeah. Um, so because this is for the people that don't know that you can buy stuff elsewhere. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. All, all my other brushwork and everything, with the exception of shade, I won't. I won't use my Winsor Newton Seven Series for uh, shade. So yeah, I've got I would a, agree with you on that. I've got a crappy water brush uh, brush that I use for my my shade stuff. Um, the dry brushes, I could see spending the money on this because you know Games Workshop does get it, and my dry brushes are Citadel line dry brushes because they get it. Uh, I had an Army Painter dry brush, and that thing fell apart faster than a Fiat. Um, George, the next time you're in Walmart, go to the makeup section and buy some makeup brushes and try them. Just get a smaller size one. Trust me. For for a shade? No, for dry brushing. Oh, I've I I have the Citadel dry brushes. They they've been holding up a lot better than the Army Painter one. I would be willing to try these. two bucks. It'll be worth it. Trust yeah. me. Well, I'd be I'd be willing to try the synthetic ones. As yeah, well as, I'm definitely willing to try them as well. Yeah. Um, as, as well as the Games Workshop dry brushes have held up for me. I'd like to see how the it compares to the synthetic ones as far as keeping them clean. Yeah. So generally speaking, for Citadel brushes, Citadel brushes, ignoring the price of them, tend to come across as an average brush. Mm -hmm. uh, the issue is is that they're priced slightly higher than the Windsor and Newtons. Um, or no, not really. Uh, uh, these are cheaper, but these are synthetic. Synthetic brushes are cheaper. Well, the the, the brushes, my Windsor Newtons that I got, like their equivalents on on Games Workshop, the Games Workshop are cheaper. Mm, okay, I stand corrected then. So, um. But, you know, go buy a, a, a Windsor Newton brush to dry brush with, and I'll slap you because that's just, you're going to intentionally destroy a well-made brush. Go buy, well, go buy yeah. this, you know, this $10 dry brush, you know, from Games Workshop and use that to dry brush with. Why? Because the Games Workshop is designed to dry brush with. Yes. Uh, my point was more the general brushes line. Yeah. But, yes. Um, 
synthetic brushes, generally speaking, tend to be very cheap uh, because most of them are made very cheap, very cheaply. Um, so time will tell if these are something else or if it's just a rebrand of what's already out there. Um, I have no way of knowing one way or the other, um, but I suspect we will find out in time. So here's... I'm looking... Okay, for people so... that were watching the video version of this, I did show off the Australian prices for you. Are you looking up something in relation to that? No, I was just looking to see if they had, you know, just stopped doing their other brush line, which they haven't, so... No, I no, no, this is an addition. You can, yeah, you can, you can just move on to the, the, the next topic there, Bruce. I'm I'm looking for my own personal edification. Oh, yeah. oh that's interesting. So... Uh, let, me, let me finish doing this. So... Uh, you would think, you know, synthetic brushes, oh, well, those will be cheaper, right? Yeah, no. No, the synthetic brushes, I'm specifically looking at the dry brushes, are a dollar to two dollars more than their equivalent in the regular. Oh, that's disgusting. I'm looking at it right, yeah, if you go pull it up right now, uh, so a large dry brush is 950 US, the synthetic large dry brush is 1050. The medium dry brush synthetic is eight, the medium dry brush, the, the original, 675. The small one, the original 650, the synthetic 750. So, in order to justify this, these brushes need to be significantly better than anything else that's currently on the market. Because that's disgusting. Because yeah, I was a little, I yeah. was a little shocked to actually see that they're they're charging more for these synthetics than than the actual hair. Oh. Um, now there's a Kickstarter. Actually, it's, it's it's not the same over here. That's interesting. Oh really? No. Oh no. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. No, it is the same okay. over here. I was comparing like the small one by mistake. <laughs> um, that's just okay. So for those watching the video one, just to prove that George is not just making things up. So in Australia, we have a sixteen dollar dry brush. Well, the equivalent is seventeen fifty. Gotta love it. Um, I suspect that we're going to end up having the same answer on these brushes as we do for most of the rest of the line. But time will tell. Uh, moving on from Games Workshop to actually a different company this time. Um, at the same time, Mantic were starting to show off some new stuff that they've got. We've got some elf dragon riders, which are just insanely cute. So these are dragon riders, exactly what it sounds like. There's also a hero on a dragon that is arguably i reckon 10 times better uh that dragon looks much more fierce and nasty and he has a lance that doesn't look like it's going to hurt anybody but oh they all have lances that look like they're not going to hurt anybody um i'm very tempted to call these umbrellas because they kind of look like umbrellas uh, yeah the hero one doesn't but the rest of them do <laughs> it totally looks like a giant patio umbrella but i do like these models i'm not gonna lie i do like these models you get to see them in their raw form as well, which is nice. Shows off a lot of the detail. Mantic really are doing some nice stuff. So these are resin. Um, they're not doing rustic anymore. It is all resin, which is nice. Not as many pictures for the Elf Lord. but Yeah, it's just that one it looks like. Yeah, some, some nice looking stuff. Um, so I will sharply move on to Marvel. We've got a new uh... Captain America mini coming out. And I'm sure this is going to surprise everybody. Nobody would have suspected that it's going to be in relation to the new TV show they just finished. Which, spoiler, I didn't know that was happening because I haven't finished it yet. You haven't seen Endgame? I've seen Endgame. I haven't finished watching the uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. Ah, right. Because if you were watching Endgame, then you already knew this a year and a half ago. Yes, but if you're watching the show... The miniseries, it doesn't... I know what you're saying, George, because I've watched the miniseries. Which is good, by the way. Yeah, yes, I highly recommend it. Um, so we've got Sam Wilson's 
Captain America. Uh, we've got War Machine, which is not related, um, but it makes more sense than because we already have a Bucky figure. Um, yeah. And although there is a couple of double ups, we've got an amazing Spider-Man coming, for example. Um, this is definitely something that I think we needed to see. Um, no idea what his rules are going to be like, but I'm kind of interesting to, interested to find out. I think you're going to have a lot of fun painting this. Uh. That being said, though, uh, having that huge spoiler tossed in my face right, right now without having finishing the show, um, that this is doesn't great... ruin anything from the show at all. It doesn't Not really. No. Okay, this is directly from uh, the comics. That is that is a great uh, Captain America, you know, new Captain America, you know, Falcon mash up there. I I, I, I dig that many. Um, the the War Machine, uh, I I I hurt it. I. I was a yeah. big fan of War Machine when he got his own comic book in the uh, late '90s. Um, yeah, it sounds about right. I, I was I was such a big fan that that was one of the the comic books that I was able to get signed by by Stan Lee when he visited the University of Wyoming. Oh, nice. Yes. So uh, that is a that is a great War Machine. Um, that's a great Captain America Falcon. Um, I those are really solid and those that game's a 40 mil scale right so yeah 40 yeah yeah so yeah. those are a little bit bigger than yeah they're slightly bigger than games workshop size which although they claim is 28 is actually 32 um yeah um if you haven't seen the the uh falcon and winter soldier show you definitely should um i won't say anything specific about the show other than watch out for when they go to visit somebody in their home uh and what follows is arguably i think one of the best scenes in marvel history um i really love what they do with the older gentleman that they go to visit yes and the outlook that that that, that this character ends up having it's very very powerful um and very current actually really but yeah. for like world events and stuff um I kind of you don't really expect Disney to. I mean, they do have a history, especially lately, of pushing certain topics, but they don't tend to Expand invite something that's going to throw people in one direction or the other like that. But news-wise, that's it. I, I kind of kept a lot of the news simple this week because Warhammer Fest was just going to take up so much. Um, so I moved one of the news points straight across into aiming for the indies because it made sense. Indie definition, independent type, slang word, jargon. So early on in our podcast, we spoke about a game called Judgment, which is a 54 mil scale game that feels very similar to a game that George and I both own. But this game came out first, so this is a MOBA style game, kind of similar to what ours is like. So I'm referring to super fantasy bro because george looks confused i'm looking um so your characters will regenerate and recycle until the game is over this is a new version of the game that is now coming it's currently on kickstarter with 10 days to go so you do have time to look at this and back it if you want to the current range that's out there is resin only and because it's 54 mil this stuff is not the cheapest because it's big but we are getting PVC versions of their minis now, which will obviously attract a lower price. Uh, in this, you can do either PVC or resin. Not everybody likes PVC, and that's fine. Uh, but we have some really nice examples in here of the minis side by side. And surprisingly, the detail is still there. So for those on the video version, you are now seeing a picture on the left 
Actually, while I'm doing this, I'm going to send you to the link because it's not on the page you're looking at. Mouse work. All right, have a look at that picture. That's what I'm referring to. So on the left, you have your resin, and on the right, you have the PVC. Now, it's worth noting that the resin picture on here, the lighting is not as good, and they have admitted this because you're kind of not seeing as much detail. Uh, but they've kind of kept it because it does show that the, the resin is holding up all of the detail. You'll see in the leg there, the detail is exactly the same. The breastplate is very washed out. The, the, it looks like they've got the lights on too bright to me. Um, but yeah, the big thing I wanted to point out is that, yeah, these actually do have some decent detail in them. Yeah, those look good. Um, um, I'm going to make one little complaint. Yep. Uh, you have to go in and back, like, right here, right now, or or not. Like, there's no, like, pledge, get into the kicks, you know, the, the pledge manager or anything like that. Like, they are not doing a, a dollar pledge and getting into the pledge manager. That's what your pledge worth without a reward is for. Uh, right, but but I've, the ones I've done, um, SuUX is one of those where I, they had two options. They had pledge without reward or pledge a dollar and then get the, the pledge manager. Yeah, I no, the they have one. actually, in the FAQs, they have actually said, yes, you can do this. You can pledge $1 okay. and gain access later. Well, uh, they are mind. encouraging you to back for as much now as you can uh, to help unlock additional stretch goals. Um, yeah. I'm actually showing this on screen at the moment for the viewers. Uh, the question was, can I pledge $1 and gain access to the pledge manager to upgrade my pledge further? Yes, you can do this. So they have acknowledged that if you just back for $1 in the Pledge Without Reward, you will get access to the Pledge Manager. But I can completely understand why you're asking the question. Yeah. Well, not asking, calling them out on it, because that is the way it looks on here. Yeah. Um, so on this, the big difference between Fantasy Brawl and, what we've, uh, and this is there's monsters that will spawn as well, and you can get like additional stuff for killing the monster before the other guy does. So this is very much based around things like League of Legends and so like the stuff that's really popular video game wise. Like ours, you can just use whatever you want. You don't have to stick with a certain faction. If you want to, you can. Um, so I kind of like the undeath stuff personally. I will say this: like having you know have super su having super fantasy brawl, you know, my hands and everything and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Super fantasy brawl way looks more kid friendly and cartoony. Yep. This looks more, you know, adult. Yeah. And, and, and I'm not, and I'm not saying it like, you know, like, you know, adults only. Like, it's it's more more crisp. Yeah, yep. Yeah. It, it, it feels more grim and more gritty mm -hmm. as opposed to... I mean, I'm, Super Fantasy Brawl isn't kid-friendly, but it definitely... I can see what you're saying. It, it definitely feels that way. Um, also, I just want to acknowledge how much I hate the person that painted these minis is concerned. Uh, because I'm sorry, but you painting that soul is just cruel. Mine is never going to look that way. Mm -hmm. You're just a horrible yeah. person that's going to make me feel bad about my painting. I'm being facetious, obviously. Um, you obviously haven't seen the the 28 mil uh, figure that has a cloak that has a, a like a mural paint on the back of the cloak. Uh, the last couple yeah. of days, in one of the communities. Yeah, no, or that, I have or that, that sword they had, or I don't remember if you guys remember, it's probably been a year, the sword reflection, reflection of the guy in the sword itself. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. So, look, um, I have played a demo of the original version of this game. I did highly enjoy it. I do own a couple of their minis. They are gorgeous. Um, If you like what you see, back it. Obviously, if you don't, then don't. Um, 
I am watching this. I will say that. I am watching this. I haven't made a decision yet. I I would love to back it, but I've backed too many things here of late, so... Well, this is also made by an Australian guy, too. Oh, so that's... Yeah, you you have to back it. (laughs) I don't have to, but I am very tempted to. Okay, your shipping will be cheaper, probably, then. Uh, Actually, shipping for this is actually really good for everybody. It's down the bottom somewhere. This page is huge. So, for the Hero Pledge, which is your basic one... Uh, $23 for you. For Australia, 24 bucks for me. And that's in our equivalent currencies. So by rights, my shipping is slightly cheaper than yours, but not by much. Yeah, that's... It's the thing they're doing that's is they're crazy. actually showing you what your shipping cost is in your in your actual currency. That I really like. The only one they're not doing that with is China, which is still in US dollars. Yeah, but look, look at the competitor set is eight. The collector set is 89. Yes, because resin is a lot heavier than PVC. But why it's so different for China, I don't understand, because everybody else is still at the same price. Well, all, all of Southeast Asia, Philippines, all that stuff, their prices are listed in US dollar. Yeah. But yeah, that's our aiming for the end of this week. Shall we move into game talk? For hobby time. Sorry, hobby time. Sorry, yes. Do you, do you have hobby socks? Dream, blue, prime, paint. A floppy hand is better than nothing. What you got there, Socks? <laughs> so you guys know that I was down in Florida this past weekend uh, taking time away from the Air Force. Air Force, as you call it. They, they, uh, they let you do that? Yes, they let me leave. And and actually, we went down to where we're moving to down in Tampa, Florida. And we actually walked around our house. And so I was able to see my up-and-coming game room. So I was already scouting oh, out where I was putting game tables and everything. So that's kind of my hobby time that I have for this week. Uh, now getting back, uh, I'm, I'm going to hopefully get some stuff done this week. We'll see, uh, depending on when I get movers scheduled. Um, but my hobby time was scouting out my new game room at my new house. So nice. so here's a quick question for you then. When it's 40 below here, can I come visit and yes. play games? Yes. I will bring a tent and a sleeping bag and just sleep in your yard because that'll still be warmer than... It, it will stuff. be definitely warmer than Wyoming 40 below. <laughs> Put him in the doghouse, literally. Okay. I don't have a dog, but okay. I'll build one just for George. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll bring you one, Socks. <laughs> I don't need a dog. I have five kids. I don't need a dog. <laughs> That'll be great. They'll enter- it'll entertain the kids. Trust me. Oh, yeah, no. Then they'll want to keep it. And Mom and I will say, nope. You guys are enough. <laughs> oh, uh, I actually had a hobby, ga- a hobby day yesterday while I was trying not to fall asleep. Nice. Um, I know that you two already know the context of that comment. I'm coming off night shift yesterday at 7 a.m. And I was awake for 28 and a half, maybe 29 hours before I finally went and fell over. I didn't really fall over. Um, I was playing around with contrast paint. I was priming miniatures by hand uh, because I had been on night shift and I hadn't had the chance to use my airbrush to prime anything. So I primed it by hand and... Just dealt with it. I um, dry brushed everything black. Sorry. I based everything black with the primer. I dry brushed with Rackarth Flesh and then tried the contrast on it. And it worked really well, surprisingly. Uh, I was kind of expecting the 
black that was left over to kind of make the colours go weird, and it probably would on certain colours. Uh, but it worked really well with the green that I was using. Um, what else have I been doing? I've been building a new uh, Tamiya kit. My buggy finally arrived for my RC stuff. Um, I have been building some of the Cursed City. Um, otherwise, it's been night shift, and, well, on night shift, you don't get to do much. So, other than vaguely survive, sort of. And, and stay away. Yeah. Um, and clearly, George has been doing all of the hobby, hence the reason why he tried to avoid the topic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what did I do? Did I do anything? We expect a 2,000 word lecture now. No, no, I have not done anything. <laughs> Um, the only thing I that's have major done... that's majorly disappointing. Well, yes. no, so, so so now I, I I will have a review coming up comparing uh, Citadel dry brushes. So uh... <laughs> I'm looking forward to that actually because you may tempt me into buying one. So. Well, so I I think I've got the uh, the large and the medium. I don't have the small one, but I figured um, it the uh... it's, it's just smaller. Well, they do uh, free shipping for thirty two dollars, so I got a shade brush and the small one, so I didn't. So I'm at least just getting stuff and stuff, you know, paying for, you know, their fuel expenses. Yeah. 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 And synthetic brushes are better for um, washes anyway. Well, it, and the, the brush that I have that I've been doing it with, here, here let's, let's, let's pause for a second. Are you ready to see my shade brushes? Are, are you ready to be yes. horrified, viewers? Yes. Oh, my God. Goodness gracious, George. They work amazing. For putting shade on. <laughs> you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> no, no, for, for, for like washing Nolan oil over everything, these are the best because you just go and you get the entire mini covered so quickly. Well, that is that is fair. It, it is a larger brush. A larger brush is going to be better for that sort of stuff. So, but... <laughs> The, the, those are my my go-to shading brushes for when I'm washing the entire mini. The brush that looks like it's had a heart attack. <laughs> um, how many times has that been used with PVA, George? Because uh, it looks like it's been dunked in it. No, I don't. I, I don't use PVA on any of my stuff. Did you dry brush with it? How did it end up looking like that? Uh, that brush is older than my kid. How did it end up looking like that? <laughs> It looks like you've inserted a brush that's twice as big into a smaller handle. It went to a divorce with me. George treats these things very poorly. Oh, you must join me and Captain Socks as we shake our head. <laughs> all right. All, all of my other brushes are in much better care and condition. I sure hope so. Here, I'll, I'll prove it. I'll prove it. I don't know. Watch out, world. Be fair, all he has to do is pick up a brush that's not snapped, and it'll be in better condition. Here's my Windsor Newton double art. Hey, look, it's the brush he's never used. Cover your face over. Yep. No, that, yeah, that looks good. See? Take care of some of them. How many How many hours have you owned it for? 0. 0.01. Uh, it morning, 2018? Clearly. 2018? No, it's 2021, George. You, you're, you're a couple of years out. George is confused, viewers. We apologize huh? for his lies. Huh? Former Marine yes. coming out again. Anyways, this guy, right? This guy. Talk nerdy to me. Now it's game time. Yay. So we are talking about Drop Zone Commander this week. Uh, for those that are wondering, hey, why aren't you covering the Battle Cruisers? Well, we talked about Battle Cruisers last time. We know that there's now new ones, but we'll cover them next week. But we are going to talk about some resistance, or as George likes to call them, the Resisty. He can be taught. 
Sorry, while well, you do a majority of the drop zone talking, since I don't know much about it, I am looking for the, the, the image I saw earlier today to discuss socks with. Interesting. Okay. Um, all right. So I'm going to start with the resistance fighters. Are you cool to cover the veterans, Captain Socks? Yep. I want that. All right, so we've got resistance fighters here. Uh, they are 25 points for a squad of two to four. They can move two inches. They do not have countermeasures. Armor seven, damage five, infantry type four plus. There's nothing special about them at all. Um, they have assault rifles. Uh, there's nothing in their moving fire. Their arc is front, side, and rear. Uh, the full range is 36, uh, and it's nine, sorry, 36 inches, nine inches on the countermeasure one. Five shots, three plus accuracy, energy of three, alt one, which means it's either this or the next one. Uh, and it's reduced minus one. So these assault rifles have homemade RPGs strapped to the bottom of them, probably with sticky tape because they are the resistance and everything that they have is pretty much strapped together. Uh, yeah. What was it? Saving Private Ryan. Um, they used sticky bombs, which was a sock dumped, dunked in tar with a uh, brick of explosives in it, and they, that's how they stuck it to the, to the tank wheel to blow it up, uh, to immobilize the tank. So Yeah. That's the thing. Uh, moving fire, zero inches. Uh, front, sudden, rear again. 18 inches full, six inches with countermeasures. Five shots still, three plus still, but this is six energy. Uh, this is focus minus two, or focus two. No, focus minus two. Limited one, so you've only got one of these to use. Uh, this is penetrative. So penetrative and reduce minus one. Uh, they also have knives and pistols, um, which is close quarters only, five shots, attacks, uh, accuracy doesn't matter, energy of three, still reduce one. So it's interesting. Uh, these are your standard front of the line troops. Um, but how do they compare with the veterans? So the veterans uh, squad a size of two to four for 40 points a piece, uh, two inch move. Armor 7, damage of 5, the infantry of the fortitude of 3+. plus. Um, no special rules on these as well. Uh, they have the same assault rifles and homemade RPGs, although the homemade RPGs are their close quarters weapons. Um, so that may be a typo on here because it has an accuracy of 3+. plus. Uh, so, Lewis, look into that. Um, yeah, that's really weird. It is weird. Um, I mean, I know in GoldenEye people would use them at short range, but it never ended very well. No. <laughs> I agree. Uh, so their optional weapons is a plasma rifle um, with a 12-inch focus or free, uh, full or 12-inch countered, so the same distance. Five shots, two accuracy, two plus accuracy, three shot or three energy. It's a focus minus three and a reduced one. Uh, or they can have machine pistols as their close quarters. Uh, 15 shots, two energy, uh, alt one and a reduced minus three. Um, and the interesting thing about your veterans is you have three different special rules that you have that you choose before deployments. You can choose one of these special rules for all resistance veteran squads in your army to have either the scourge occupation, meaning they've been around fighting against the scourge since they invaded, and they are now uh, taking to battle with modified scourge plasma rifles that they've salvaged from finding them around the battlefield. Um, this squad replaces its assault rifles with plasma rifles, so that's why you have that optional weapons. And then the Marine Force Recon, they're especially trained UCMI allies that fight alongside the resistance forces. This squad gains machine pistols and Dodge and the Dodge 5 Plus special rule. 
Um, so pretty nice uh, when you're with that Dodge Pi Plus, especially with uh, close quarters. Or you yeah. can have the Callion Volunteers. Uh, he, Callion Volunteers kind of uh, are kind of the feral side of the resistance. Um, our disciplined soldiers who choose to continue serving long after the conscription is up. The squad automatically passes their any fortitude test and gains resilient special rule as well. So I can't like that can, actually. Yeah, that sounds good. Yep, I like automatically passing fortitude tests. That that I really like that. Yeah, I, and yeah, resilience a lot always. Of things, yeah, you, you give me any sort of thing where it's like you know, automatically pass. I'm taking it. I that that's great. So yeah, so far, bad. I kind of feel like we are still in the case of. Um, there's nothing bad here yet. No. Um, that's not foreshadow- foreshadowing. I'm just making a comment. So we've also got some berserk ass- assault troops. Which These are an exotic troops. type of troop. Yep. They, they don't um, have much of anything. They've got a move of two inches. Uh, CM of dash countermeasures, counter right? Yep. Okay. I don't know the rules, so tell me I'm stupid when I am. Um, armor of six, damage of five, infantry of two plus, bloodthirsty and rare, so you can only have one of these per so many points. Uh, their weapon is Vicious Tools, which is close quarter, uh, SHO 15? Shots. Shots. 15 shots. Wow. Um, no ACC, it looks like. Uh, e of, uh, damage of four, reduce minus three. I have no idea what that means. So basically, these guys are Wolverine. Yeah. So they, they they fight you with entrenching tools and shovels and pickaxes and the right? minis look quite vicious too. I like the I minis. mean, the, yeah, the minis got chainsaws. They got like a Thor's hammer. It looks like a couple battle hammers, pickaxe. So yeah, they're just finding whatever tools they can find and just close assaulting you with with them all. Is that a chainsaw? It is a chainsaw. Um, are we going to cover the free riders under this? They we can't, but they're more of a vehicle type of unit. Oh, we will pass on those then, and I think that's even it. Though they're, even though they're considered infantry. All right. Nope, so nope, we, we got more. They're scouts. Yeah, we got the scouts. And the sappers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Scouts are scouts. in the... Sappers are in the... I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay, I'm going to start with the sappers. 35 points, squad size of two. They have a two-inch move. You should start by seeing some things that are kind of similar now. Armor of seven, damage of three, infantry five plus. Infiltrate minus 18 and rare. So these are also limited. You can't use too many of them. Weapons wise, they have a trigger demo IED. Uh, no move and fire, front side and rear, infinite range focus and combat. I'm kind of interested to see how that works. Uh, one shot, accuracy of four plus, energy of 11. I'm guessing that this is an explosive that you kind of have to say where it is. I was going to say that based off the name and whatnot, it's like it, it looks like it's a, a improvised explosive device you can place somewhere, go somewhere else, and you can go click, and it goes boom. Yeah. Uh, special is Devastator minus four for scenery. So these guys have a very specific role quite clearly. Take down buildings. Um, yep, pretty much. Cluster IED. This is their special rule. And then I'll go on to the knives and pistols. When an enemy squad enters a garrison in uh, this squad is in, roll 2d6. The enemy squad must take that damage, distributed the same way as close quarter weapons. Passive and dodges as uh, dodge saves may be used against this damage. If a double is rolled, the explosion is a bit too powerful. Damage is dealt as normal but one unit from this squad is then removed as a casualty. 
controlling player's choice. So if they screw up, they accidentally kill themselves. So Goldeneye with the RPGs. Yep. They were too close to the corner as they were coming out of the room. As they were coming out of the room. Um, knives and pistols is fairly straightforward. It's close combat again, so close quarters rather. Stabby, stabby, uh, poke, poke. Pretty much. Uh, three shots, uh, three energy because you don't need to worry about accuracy and reduce minus one. Uh, I actually kind of like these, um, but they are very specific in how you're going to be using them. They really oh, only hey. have, like, th- they're taking out buildings and they're defending the building against people coming into them. That's pretty much the only thing they're good for. Which explains why their weapon is an IED because sappers are the explosive people, not shooty people. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> And otherwise, as far as resistance is concerned, I'm pretty sure that's it. Actually, we should probably cover the other three. Just look, because they're considered infantry types, even though they have a higher move value. And they have the free riders then? Yeah, the free riders, the attack ATVs, and the scout ATVs. We should probably cover those as well. Cool. You want to take the free riders, and George is volunteering for the attack ATVs? Sure. So the free riders, uh, they are a 12 inch move because they are riding around on little scooter bikes, motorcycles, that kind of stuff, ATVs. They have an evasion of four plus or plus four uh, type of countermeasure. They have eight armor, three damage, infantry type, again, with a three plus fortitude. They have an influence rate of minus three as well as resilient for their special rules. They have a machine gun, so they can move up to nine inches and still fire. Uh, and then uh, front side rear arc, the 24-inch full range and 12-inch countermeasure, three shots, three accuracy, a three plus accuracy of energy four with the reduced one. Uh, they also have knives and pistols. Uh, how they're doing out on ATVs? Good luck. Uh, close quarter, uh, three shots with the injury three reduced one. Um, they have a couple of special rules. Uh, the bikes. This unit loses its evasion countermeasures when in garrison. So if they go into a building, they lose their their bike evasion countermeasure, which makes sense. You can't ride yep. around in the building and evade very well. Uh, in addition, this unit may choose to retain its full move distance. Uh, when exiting a garrison, although it cannot embark into a transport if it does, meaning it can move all 12 inches, but then it can't go into a, the hovercraft or down a drill for as a transport. Uh, it also has a sticky mine, so after completing a move action, pick one enemy unit that is this move, unit moved within one inch of. Uh, typo there, Lewis. Uh, that unit is hit by a sticky mine. That unit suffers an automatic hit from an energy nine weapon. So again, just like in uh, Saving Private Riding, they're this time they're. Yeah riding around on, a, on their bikes doing the sticky mines. So every time you're moving these things, you want to come really close to something yep. on your way past. Exactly. George? I like that idea. Yeah. Um, the at, attack at Tevez. Uh, oh, ATV, sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I thought that was deliberate there at first. <laughs> so what, Bruce? I thought you said that deliberately. Oh. <laughs> Uh, 25 points, uh, squad size, three to six. I have no idea what those little, uh, pictures mean there. Uh, it looks like a wheel and something else with a two next to them. Um, they move nine inches, countermeasures E plus one, armor is nine, damage is three, infantry is three plus, special is resilient. Um, don't know what any of that means, but, um, so if I remember correctly though, the M and F is moving fire, right? Yes. So, so how, how far they can move and still be able to fire out of their full movement. Right. So they can they have assault grenade launchers with the, which they can move and fire six. The arc is the front. Uh, RF that is range of pull. So if they're oh. shooting it. Okay. So nine inches. Uh, uh, range close is six inches. Uh, 
the show is three, the ACC is two plus, the energy is five, alt minus one, focus, or alt dash one, focus two, and reduce one. Um, the alternate to that is incendiary grenades, which are also moonfire six, arc of front, uh, range is only six, the R is, or it's just six, close or far. Uh, I'm picking things up, I'm smart. Um, the SHO is 6, the ACC is 3+, plus. the energy is 5. Um, Alt 1, flame, and reduce 1. Um, I have no basis on how cool these are, other than they're Etivas. I mean, they're pretty good. They also can't enter garrisons. They're a little bit larger than the, the regular scout vehicles that the uh, Freeriders are riding around on. Um, so That would make sense. Uh, yeah. Do you know what those icons actually mean? So the bottom one is the drill. Um, so because the resistance have uh, big mining drills that they can yep. drill from underground. Um, I'm trying to remember what the the top one is. If that's their hovercraft symbol, I'm I'm looking on the transports. Uh, it's on the breaching drill. So the so the breaching drill is obvious. So I'm guessing this must be how many of them can fit inside each vehicle comes out yeah oh no it's actually that number represents how much space it takes up while in that vehicle ah yes that would make sense yeah capacity yeah yeah that would make sense so for example the thunderstorm heavy can take up to 18 things it has 18 spaces yeah that makes sense so there you go you finally got some resistance we got to the scout ATVs down below we have the the scout the scout out of us oh yes that's right because i skipped these because i got told we weren't doing them (laughs) all right Ah, i've lost my audio so the scout atvs because i can speak properly they cost 40 there's a squad size of two to four uh same size as the other ones i'm sure that's very shocking but pretty much all atvs look the same uh nine inch move uh evasive plus one for their countermeasures nine armor three damage Infantry 3 plus, they are resilient, therefore very special. Um, cannot enter garrisons again. Enhanced targeting array, any friendly indirect weapon targeting a unit within line of sight of one or more units with this special rule receives a minus one bonus to its accuracy. Uh, disruptor of uh, array. Once per activation, pick an enemy vehicle or infantry squad with at least one unit in line of sight within 18 inches of this unit. That unit suffers plus two penalty to its accuracy until the end of the round. Multiple units in this squad may affect enemy squads, uh, but each enemy may only be affected by this special rule once. But they don't have any weapons. So this is literally just a distraction unit. It is. It's, it's to help your your artillery weapons, but then it was also to... If you have a squad size of four, you're in a sense with your disruptor array, you're in a sense disrupting the four enemy unit squads with their accuracy of their own weapons. Okay, so this reference is going to mean more to George than it will be to you. But George, it sounds like these things work in a similar manner to marker lights from 40k. Um, yeah, kind of. We're, we're, but it's the other way. Rather than increasing the accuracy, it's making it harder for the other thing to get away. Right, or uh, I, I think the better analogy you're looking for is a shield drone for uh, Tau. Was it helping defense, or was it helping uh, It was helping the attack, wasn't it? So, so the, the marker lights are, are general-purpose-like thing that, you know, allow you to hit an object better. Uh, shield drones for the Tau allowed you to slough off hits from your big, you know, um, Gundam dro- uh, mech off to this little shield drone that's 12 points. 
Okay. So, so just to correct, just to double check, Captain Socks, Major Socks, um, it's going to take a while for us to get used to that. I know it is. <laughs> is this helping you get them, or is this helping you stop their firing? It's helping you stop their fire and accuracy targeting your own units. Okay. So yeah, George is right. It's a shield drone. Cool. Okay. In that case, I actually yeah, th- this is another army that has everything that's useful then. For now, uh, you wouldn't want to take too many of these, though. Because, no, because you're going to be yeah. every one you take is taking away from something you can use for combat. Not just that, but if you run too many of these, you're you're going to run out of enemy squads to disrupt with your rank because you can't stack on top of each other, just like right. that special rule said. So you can only each each squ- each unit can hit another squad, but if you have eight of these riding around on the board and and your opponent only has six squads in his in his army, two of them are going to be useless. Yeah, no, that other, makes other sense. than enhanced targeting ray helping out your indirect fire. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. So I, I think four would be a good number to take. Yeah, if no, in, I can see that sized army, good size point arm size. Anything more than that, it's just going to get a little bit too much. Yeah. So George. I believe you have something you want me to listen to. Oh, yes. Uh, it's time for this. At the apex of forthcoming things. folks. <laughs> On text, they deliberately didn't play this for me because I was complaining about the old one and they decided to make a new one about, minutes, what, 30 five. minutes before we started? <laughs> yep. What do you think, oh. Bruce? Is it better? It is better, but I don't think it's going to last long. I suspect people will hate this very quickly. I l- <laughs> that is brilliant. <laughs> but we're not going to be able to play that without cracking up every time. Okay. So, upcoming events. For those that have been listening for a while, the following three things are going to sound very familiar. UK Gaming Expo is happening. The tickets are on sale now. Uh, there is lateral flow tests at the te- sorry, a lateral flow test at a testing center is required to attend for all attendees, volunteers, and staff. So they're trying very hard to make this safe. Uh, there's no way around this. If you want to go, you are required to get the test. Uh, it's Friday, July 31st until Saturday, August 1st. This is the biggest event on the UK calendar. Um, and it's the first time it's back since the dark time. Pretty much. Uh, Gen Con, September 16th till 19th. Everything as previous. PAX Australia, October, Friday the 8th until Sunday the 10th. This man will be there. Um... I'm going to try and find out if the Judgment guys are going to be there because they have been there every other year. Crossing my fingers at this point. Uh, I definitely want to try and get in to have a chat with him if he's there. So, Otherwise, does Captain Sox know that it's his turn to read yet? Probably does Captain not. Sox know how to read? Yes. Tell everybody about all of our things. So, if you want to reach out to us, there's multiple ways. we got Patreon at patreon.com slash table. Facebook is, as you have heard, our most active social media uh, platform so facebook.com uh, slash getting tabled also have youtube where searching getting tabled will get us 99 percent of the time we're up the top uh email is getting tabled at gmail.com and then twitter and instagram is at getting tabled for both of those and then our website is getting tabled.weebly.com awesome so now we've got three bumpers i have to go this doesn't the- sound as unprofessional as mine does i know i was gonna say i have to go out and pull the the one i did last episode Yes, you do. But he knew what was going on. I didn't. 
But going back to the upcoming upcoming events, it's good that we're getting back to these events, these shows, yeah. these conventions. So um, I wish I could go to Gen Con this year. Uh, unfortunately, my parents may be coming out to visit us because they haven't seen my kids in a few yeah. years. So or else I'd probably go on, but maybe next year. Ship them off. You don't and need to, to be to there. Con. If they're only coming to see your kids, then you don't need to be there. Yeah, I'd like to see my parents too. We're actually no, going to go to Cape Canaveral, which is... Uh, hopefully go see some space launches, which is only two hours away from where I live. Oh, nice. We'll be living, so, and go to Disney World. Uh, it's probably worth mentioning that with the laws in the US changing as of, I think, Friday last week, that means that you won't have to be wearing masks at the event either. Yes, mm. you have. The Gen Con. So. If you've been vaccinated. Sorry, that is a good point, yes. Yeah, if you if you have your vaccination card, the venue can still, you know, say, please. They can no longer deny you access. Yeah. So So if you've been vaccinated, carry your card, carry your mask, you may still need it. Yep. That's why I phrased it as a question and not a statement. Uh, George, do the thing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For listening to Getting Table. Music used in this podcast was created by Eric Mataris at soundimage.org. Hey, it's an episode.